for me, it's 10.59 p.m. on March 10th, 2023. But for you, it's another episode of The Media Files, a podcast brought to you by RPGera.com. The Media Files is an all-purpose pop culture review to help you get through those boring water cooler conversations. I'm your host, Kyle. And with me in my ever-evolving second chair is my Oscars co-host, Lindsay. Welcome back. Thank you. Here we are. This episode's... <laughs> the the biggest night in Hollywood, the biggest podcasters in the world sit down to talk about it. The millions of listeners want to know what we think about what's going on. But uh, in, in all reality, we missed an episode last week. And <laughs> Did whoops. we? Yeah, we were going to talk about you season four, which by the way, the part two is out today. What? Yeah. Well, then why are we recording this? I'd rather watch that. Because the people need to hear. Okay. The people need to know. Uh, but the Oscars are coming up. Okay. And uh, let's go ahead and jump right in because we have a lot of categories to talk about. We won't talk about all of them. But this week on The Media Files, we are talking about the Oscars. The 95th Academy Awards will be held in the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles on March 12th, 2023. You may be listening to this late, if so. It is a big award show with everything everywhere all at once leading the pack with 11 nominations and a lot of other familiar faces as well, like Kate Blanchett and Steven Spielberg. We are going to go through uh, some of the categories, not all of them, but the ones that matter to us, I guess. Yes. Because I, sound editing, I don't know. I don't, I want to, I don't want to talk about the Oscars. I want to talk about Tar. I know you want to talk about Tar. And I want to talk about you. I don't want to talk about Tar. <laughs> I liked Tar. Okay, we'll get the, we'll get to Tar. Someone else to talk to we'll get about to Tar. It. We're going to talk about some of these movies. Let's start scrolling through uh, some of the categories that we've got. Hopefully, oh, Jimmy Kimmel's hosting again this year. This is I his like third him. time hosting. Yeah, I'm all right with Jimmy Kimmel. He's, Un- he's, un-offensive. yeah, he's just, he's Kimmel. I don't know. I've liked Kimmel for a long time, I guess, and he's whatever. But we have 10 movies nominated in the best picture category. And those 10 movies this year are all quiet on the Western front. Is it always 10? It's been 10 since 2009, I think. 2009, they increased it to 10 movies in order to try to try to imp- uh, increase some like popularity movies in. Because okay. before yeah, that, it was before like... before it was movies you indie had snob. never heard of. Well, that's not was, always true. It but was true because they would never Lord of the release Rings. in theater until after the Oscars. And it was like, oh, now I'll go Lord of the Rings because it was... Titanic. It won. Whatever. Anyway. Anyways, we've got 10 movies in the best picture category. Those pictures are All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inishirin, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Uh, we've not seen all the movies that are being covered this year. No. We've seen a lot of them. We know what we're talking about for the most part. And also, I want to say, let's not predict who's going to win because okay. that's... We're just picking a favorite. That's ill-fated. Yeah. Let's say who we want to win, who we we're rooting want. for, because that's what matters when it comes down to it. When our butts are in the seats, watching the Oscars, someone's up there pronouncing somebody's name wrong. Who are we rooting for? That's what really matters, okay. right? So in this category, um, I think there's some clear standout pictures. I think that there's some also maybe just some hokey dokey. <laughs> 
you know, nominations in there. But uh, some hokey, you know, some real hokey nominations in there. Uh, Who do you got? Okay, I I think overall I just have to go with everything everywhere all at once. I didn't see, like, I feel like it's my fault. I haven't seen Elvis. I just Elvis is very divisive. Very divisive movie, right? People, Some people loved it. Some people hated it. And I feel like that's kind of the Baz Luhrmann way. Yeah, some people hate Moulin Rouge. Right. Some people hate The Great Gatsby. Yeah. uh, And Romeo and Juliet. But this is, I think, you know, I've talked on this podcast before extensively about my love for everything, everywhere, all at once. I don't need to rehash that. I do think it's probably the best movie I've seen in maybe five years. I like it that much. I think it's a 10 out of 10. I wouldn't change anything about it. I just think it's absolutely stupendous. And I really, really do hope that it wins. I know we weren't going to predict. I think it will also, right? Yeah, you don't know. You didn't watch all of Tar, okay? I didn't watch all of Tar because it's a boring, boring movie. No, but you, wasn't. you really, really enjoyed yes. Tar. And do you have a case for Tar winning this category? It's it, it's very unique. I don't... It could. I don't think it will. I don't think it will either. Because there's more visually interesting pieces in everything Everywhere all, all at once, once right? Yeah. You know, of these movies, like I said, there are some there are some movies in here that I'm not sure I would have nominated into Best Picture this I year. Like in fact, they, they threw in Triangle of Sadness at like very last minute. I wanted to see Triangle of Sadness. I, I haven't got the chance to watch that yet, but I do think it looks like an interesting film. Um, my second favorite movie of 2022 is not nominated nominated at all this year, and that's White Noise from Netflix with Adam Driver and Greta Gerwig. I but it came out this year. Nope, it came out in December. Really? And I just just loved that movie so much and um it's not nominated in anything and i'm pretty mm. bummed out by it uh there Miss, are, they missed the time you know top gun maverick good for that for getting a best picture nomination right <laughs> made a bajillion dollars yeah and maybe not a best picture quality movie but i do feel like this is kind of a thanks Nod. for getting butts back in the seats in the theaters okay. right this was the first big <laughs> huge blockbuster since covid i think and I so um but it was a fantastic film and i really enjoyed that avatar the way of water again i think maybe just because james cameron directed it we have to but i haven't seen that one yet either oh babe i know well yeah we'll watch it eventually we'll watch avatar I with will. the kids and then no, yeah we'll watch avatar I'm and then we'll watch avatar the way of water we will <laughs> we will we'll watch it for movie night with the kids but um fine movies in this in this category i do think i've nothing compares to everything everywhere all at once for me this year and i think that that movie more than anything deserves to win should win I want it to win. I've never wanted a movie to win as bad as I want Everything Everywhere All at Once to win this year. That one, yeah. Like, that one's deserving. In the Best Director category, we have some interesting... nominations here. We've got Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inishirin, The Daniels, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Shiner for mm-hmm. Everything Everywhere yeah. All at Once, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar, and Ruben Oslin for The Triangle of Sadness. Uh, interesting category again, what with Martin McDonough being, doing a fantastic job on The Banshees of, Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, a movie I really enjoyed, and I think if this movie shines anywhere, we'll talk about it a little more that later. But it's in tone. In tone. They, they just nail, nail the yeah. tone here. Uh, I, again, am rooting for the Daniels here for everything everywhere uh, but I think you know Steven Spielberg may pull away with this one it's hard to have uh... Steven Spielberg in a best director category in a movie about Hollywood for Hollywood about the movies right this is maybe a Spielberg category if, Spiel- if, if the Fablemans wins anything this year right I think it's got to be best director for Steven Spielberg uh, but I'm rooting for the Daniels I'd call the Daniels just because there's so much going on I mean to and that's the thing right gosh it's this chaos. is it is it's you chaos gotta, but it's so 
such so a direct ornate, chaos. And it's so perfect. It just, everything comes together so amazingly in that movie. Coming down into the acting categories, Best Actor this year nominated are Austin Butler for Elvis. I don't think it's fair to be nominated for like Best Actor if you're impersonating someone. You know, but Hollywood loves that. I know. I understand they love it, but I don't feel like you should win Best Actor for that. You're not like well, acting and as a character. You're acting as someone we already know. If there's anything that came out of Elvis that everybody loved, it was Austin Butler's performance, right? <sighs> this is the Elvis biopic, I think, that has been long coming. Austin Butler does a fantastic job. I think there's a chance here. Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, and Bill Nye for Living. Um, I think the two main front runners here are Colin Farrell Brendan and Brendan Fraser. For sure. And I think almost as a nod, we see Brendan Fraser for the whale. Do you see they put they one. put the whale under uh costume and makeup? I believe that. I mean he plays a six hundred like, pound man. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad they did that. Just to let them know that they appreciated the and, work they put into that. Well, and the the Brendanessance, right, is, is yeah. in full swing right now. Everybody's really, really rooting for Brendan Fraser to make this massive comeback. He was a heartthrob, amazing guy Heart back in throb, the yeah, yeah. That's exactly. back in the late late nineties, early two thousands, and then he disappears. You know, he had yeah. some health issues. And now he comes back with this just phenomenal performance. I think this is his year. If it's not, it's Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell's also never won for this category. Shockingly really? enough, yes, Colin Farrell's oh, never won. Wow. Um, and so it's going to be one of the two. Who do I want to win? Mm-hmm. I think I want Colin Farrell to win. Well, that's because you saw that movie. I we didn't. Well, I'm not even. I'm not even a huge Colin Farrell fan, right? That's true. But the Banshees of Inisherin rides almost entirely on, on his him. performance as this doofy, unlikable guy right <laughs> you're dull right yeah he, that, i mean it's it's just dark and weird and funny it's funny to watch it is a, a, a very small dark humor it's, yeah I, and it's intentional right it, very dark it, but you know almost the more you watch the funnier it gets too and then the weirder it gets and it's just like i said i really had a fun time watching that movie and it's mostly because of colin farrell yeah I'll pick Brendan Fraser. Oh, okay. For old time's sake. <laughs> now here we have a really fun one that I'm actually pretty invested in. Best actress. We have Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna De Armas for Blonde. Again, personating someone. Also not even a good movie. Uh, Anna De Armas, I love her to death. Not a good movie. Uh, Andrea Riseborough for To Leslie. Maybe the most surprising nomination out of the entire pack of movies this year. Nobody saw this movie. It didn't even open in wide theaters, I don't think. Uh, but celebrities really liked it and therefore Andrea Riceboro. Well, I think that's odd to not have a best actress also like wit from a movie that's nominated as best picture. I feel like they just throw people in. So Well odd. I don't I don't know that that's entirely the case because like I said with with I mean Tar, I I'm not sure that I would put Tar in Best Picture. You would, right? But I, I wouldn't have. But I would put Kate Blanchett's performance. Okay, but to Leslie isn't under Best Picture. That's what I that's mean. What I'm I saying. wouldn't have They're put Tar as to that's best That's random. No, I think that's fine. Okay, whatever. Brendan Fraser, same thing with the whale, right? I guess that's true. Uh, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. This is either Kate Blanchett Kate or Blanchett. Michelle Yeoh. Uh, Kate you say Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. I, you say Kate. I've loved Kate. Michelle Yeoh for so long. Um, 
<laughs> I, as a teenager, watching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon was such a pivotal point in my life where I, 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 I felt like that movie was important to me loving movies. When I saw, like, I, I started to understand direction and mm-hmm. cinematography and choreography watching Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and I fell in love with Michelle Yeoh, right? So uh, she's never been nominated. She's never won. This, I, I, I would love if everything, everywhere, all I at once swept the awards. But, man, I, I feel like her daughter should be in Best Actress. Well, she's in Best Supporting Actress. We'll get not, there. Not daughter, like daughter in the movie. Right, right, right. We'll get there for Best Supporting Actress. But I do think that she does stunning work in this movie. Uh, she is the glue that holds this movie together in so many different ways. There is so much grief, so much silliness. There is kung fu. I mean, there is so much going on. I mean, if you contrast her bitterness from the beginning to her happiness at the end, okay. But Kate Blanchett also does a really fantastic oh my gosh, job. She did so good. So you say, I, and I don't disagree with you. I think if there's one thing I really loved about Kate, but uh, there's two things I really loved about Tar, and one of it's the writing. I think that the screenplay for that movie is unbelievable. They did their research. Yeah. And number two was Kate Blanchett's performance. She does phenomenal. I love Kate Blanchett. Anyways, this would be her third Oscar win if she does win, uh, but it would be Michelle Yeoh's first. I want Michelle Yeoh. I know. I do. <laughs> I want it to be her win. I want to see what I want to see what she says on the stage. I want Aww, Michelle Yeoh to get up there. She, Kate, she'd be so sweet. Kate, we've heard you talk. It's okay. Michelle's turn to talk. I'm ready for Michelle. I feel to like win. Kate will throw in something political. <laughs> Ah, Michelle Yeoh might, too. Michelle Yeoh might. Best Supporting Actor this year, Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keegan for The Banshees of Inishirin, and Kay Wee Kwan for Everything Everywhere All at Once. There is a winner for this. We know who the winner is, and we know who we want to win. Kay Wee Kwan. And it's Kay Wee Kwan. Yeah. Uh, He's been collecting awards from some of the smaller awards. Oh, really? Here and there. He is universally acclaimed for this well, role everyone is so and I think happy rightfully so to see him grown up and the same exact person well and and after you know 30 plus years of not acting and here he is back in a, in this major you know blockbuster movie yeah. that everybody loves and he's still fantastic he's still he may fantastic. be better than ever I think you know than than we saw him in Indiana Jones and the Goonies Aww, just and it's just heartbreak when he's like wants the divorce but oh. doesn't actually want it yeah Stop. he's uh. so good uh. And then, I mean, he's just fantastic. There are so many scenes I could I could talk about in that movie, uh, but I do think he's the winner. I think he's going to win. He's who I want to win. Kaylee Kwan wins that one. These are all great actors too. Barry Keegan, I think, has a long, very successful, very successful career. Oh, yeah. very, very successful career ahead of him. And I think the same for Brian Tyree Henry. I think both of them are going to be in Hollywood for the next thirty five years, and we will see multiple Oscars appearances from them in the future. I don't know how many more times we see Kaylee Kwan. Right? Yeah. I don't know how much we get more out of him, but Brian Tyree Henry, we'll see him again. Barry Keegan, we'll see him again. Brandon Gleason's been around forever. This is Kaylee Kwan. He did great, though. Best Supporting Actress. Uh, this one, I don't, mm. I this one I have a hard time with. We have Angela Bassett in Black Panther, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Uh, notably, this is the first MCU performance to get a Oscar nomination. No MCU performance has ever been there before. Hong Chow in The Whale. Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inishirin. Jamie Lee Curtis in Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Hsu in Everything Dang Everywhere it. All at Once. Two. Supporting actors from that. Oh, that's yeah. tough. This is very, very tough because Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Shu both do a really fantastic, they do a fantastic job. Fantastic uh, job. Angela Bassett is a, a queen. Literally, every time she's on screen, she just slays the screen. Every time she's on it in Black Panther, she's phenomenal. 
And Carrie Condon in The Banshees of Inisherin really provides some much needed groundedness to that movie. Yes. She plays Siobhan, the sister of Colin Farrell in that movie, and provides a much needed reality to that movie and does it very good. I don't think it's hers. I don't think it's Angela Bassett's. I do think it's between Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Hsu, and I think it's Jamie Lee Curtis. Uh, it might. Yeah. Yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis. I, no, it might be Stephanie Hsu, though. Well, and I think, okay, and and I think uh, I want Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I choose Stephanie. I think it should be Stephanie Hsu. I think they're going to pick Jamie Lee Stephanie Hsu really pulls all the tricks out of her hat for this performance, and it's really, really great. Again, oh. again, I just I want everything everywhere all at once to sweep. If either they, of the two they, of them win. They might sweep. I do think that this is probably the strongest category this year is Best Supporting Actress. The I one think, we'll be holding our breath on, yes. I think all five of these could potentially win, and I wouldn't be upset, right? If Hong okay. Chow walks up on stage for the award, fantastic. If it's Carrie Con and if it's Angela Bassett, I'm I'm happy because I think that they are all, all wonderful, deserving. right? Uh, but I'm going for Jamie Lee. I don't know if she's ever won. She probably has. You think so? Yeah. And that True Lies didn't win any. I mean, I'll look up. <laughs> you look at. Uh, here we go. Best. Uh, we're gonna scroll down. Let's go to best animated feature because this is one that I always have a big stake in because we usually watch all of the big animated movies that come out in any given year. What with having children, and uh, we have a pretty different field this year for animated fi- feature. We have Guillermo del Toro, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Uh, notably, we have Turning Red is the only Disney-produced film in this group. Usually we have maybe two or three uh, Disney-produced films. It looks like Jamie Lee Curtis has been nominated one time, and that's this year. So this has been her no only nomination. This has been her only nomination. Wow. Yeah. Uh, you know, this is a tough one because I don't think any of these movies are bad. I actually no, quite I, liked all of these movies. I think Pinocchio's the favorite, but ooh, Puss in Boots was really good. The animation was excellent. The storyline was excellent. I I think Turning Red is probably the favorite. You think so? I do. Uh, it's the Disney, when Disney or Pixar puts out a movie, I think it's always going to be the favorite uh, mm. because there is such a stranglehold on the animated market with Disney. But as we look here, I, th- I think the Sea Beast movie maybe the weakest film in yes, the bunch, but 100%. A, a film that I still enjoyed yeah. and would watch again. Uh, you know, gosh, I I liked Turning Red. I didn't love Turning Red. I think that Turning Red, I actually couldn't remember I whether Turning, Turning Red... Red. I- I, I I didn't remember it came out last year. I thought it was years ago. It, yeah. It's, it's well, been cataloged for me. People made such a big fuss of it. I don't but I liked it. Yeah. But I loved Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I loved Marcel the Shell with Shoes that. On. Uh, this is also the first, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is the first animated movie, like we talked about, to be nominated in this category with partial live action. a movie in the Shrek universe winning an award? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I didn't think about that. <laughs> That's wow. <laughs> the memes. The memes. The far quads. There's there's really, really a lot of there's a lot of uh, good material there. I you know, I think for me, gosh, I think it's Pinocchio. I think Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. This is my favorite Guillermo del Toro movie ever. I'm not the biggest Guillermo del Toro fan, like like most people are. Uh I think this is my favorite GDT movie. I'm going for Pinocchio, though I did love Marcel the Shell with Shoes on, and I would be very happy if that one as well. I think, what do I want? What do you want? The sea beast. No. I would rather, I think I'd rather Pinocchio. You Yeah, Pinocchio? Yeah. Just because they, yeah. Over Marcel? Yeah. Over Puss in Boots? 
I, Marcel, uh, that one's tough. I loved Marcel the Shell when she was on. Because I feel like, man, that's hard. Stop motion's really hard. It, very hard. And they did a fantastic job. And, you know, for, for this it, weird what, meme video to, to come out, you know, in, on YouTube 12, what, 12 years ago, 13 years ago. And now there's a, you know, motion picture about it. I love it. Best animated. Oh, it's such a hard choice. It's Pinocchio for me. It's Pinocchio for me. You well, got Pinocchio? I think, uh, yeah, Pinocchio. I just feel like the music they blended into it really well. And they, they did a good job with the Pinocchio story. Oh, the animation is just so gorgeous in that movie, too. It's just so good. Um, Also missing from that is Disney's Pinocchio. I'm not. We're not bringing it up. <laughs> the last category we'll talk about on today's episode episode is best original song. This is another category that I'm always a big fan of because I like music. We talk about music a lot and uh, we always get some pretty cool songs out of this, including one that I really, really love. The nominees are Applause from Tell It Like a Woman, music and lyrics by Diane Warren, Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick by Lady Gaga, Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever by Rihanna, Natu Natu from RRR, and the music's by M.M. Kiravani, lyrics by Chandra Bose. And This Is a Life from Everything Everywhere All at Once from Sunlux uh, featuring David Byrne and Mitski. This is a this is a cool category always because it's so subjective. What's your favorite song, right? And, and types of music get played into this. That is a, that's um, a good point. Now, Lift Me Up from Black Lift Panther Wakanda Forever is such a solid song. It's a it was Very one of my favorite song. songs of last year. Um, it made it in my top 10 list of last year. There's a lot of heart in that song. And it plays it such a beautiful part of the movie. Yeah. You know, when and she's sitting on the beach and you were thinking about Chadwick Boseman. It is such a beautiful homage to Chadwick Boseman. And it touched me in a way um, that I didn't expect it to watching a Marvel movie. Right. Yeah. And it was just a beautiful, beautiful song. And I like Rihanna. I think she's a very, very talented artist. I'm not rooting for it to win. Really? The song. I am. You're rooting for Lift Me Up? Yeah. I'm rooting. Are you rooting for Natu Natu? Natu Natu from RRR. <laughs> um, I, it's just I will a bop. I be thrilled if they win. I would, I would really love for, you know, RRR I thought was going to be nominated for Best Picture. I'm actually oh, surprised that it wasn't. Foreign films. That it's not an international what? picture either. Um, I'm blown away that it wasn't because this was Aww. a huge release. Yeah. I don't know. I was gonna say I don't know if it got a theatrical release, but it, it qualified for best original song at the very least. Huh. Uh, but people loved this movie. People really loved this song. Halfway through this crazy action movie, there is a dance, dance. break. Yeah. With this song, not too, not too. <laughs> uh, and I would, I, I don't know if they're gonna perform this at the ceremony. That would be insane. I I think they probably will. I'm really no. They like to keep it classy, not fun. No, they no. Yes, they, they do. They do not like. They to have do fun. all sorts of. They do not fun, have fun. musical. No well, normally, the songs of best original song, they perform all of them during the ceremony. All of them. Yeah, they take like breaks and perform the song. I don't know about normally, but they do that sometimes. Yeah. Anyways, I'm going for Natu Natu. Okay. There's my picks. Um. And uh, I guess that means that everything, everywhere, all at once won't sweep then because then they'll no. lose that category. However, that song is good. That is that song is good. And you know who almost did the music for everything all all at once was um, Manchester Orchestra. They were very close to doing it. But... Who just had a new album come out today? Yeah, but they're really good. Did you know that? Did you know they had a new album today? Yes. 
dear. How did you know? Because I listened to the radio and you don't. Anyway, um... Who else had a new album They're today? best friends with the Daniels, so they almost... What? ...did music for it, but they went with the other band. Some best friend the Daniels Some are. best friend. That's crazy that Manchester Orchestra is best friend with the Daniels. I freaking love Manchester Orchestra. Yeah. One of their songs was in my top 10 list two years ago for 2021, right? Bedhead, I yes. believe, was in my top 10 list. What a phenomenal song. That whole album was good, and they have a new album today. I'm going to listen to that. Valley of Vision? Something like that, something yeah. Like that? Who, somebody else had a huge new album today. Who was it? Miley Cyrus. Oh, the whole album's out now? Album dropped today, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, big album's coming out today. There you go. There's our rundown of the Oscars. Uh, Feels weird to do an arbitrary rating Somebody for, uh... reach out and tell me you watched Tar. Yeah, Lindsay wants to talk about Please. Tar with people. Lindsay and I spent 20 minutes in the car the other day discussing Tar. He kept trying to change the conversation. And, no, and I wasn't would... trying to. <laughs> yes, well, you were. Well, you were like <laughs> reading articles about it, and I was like, I just don't even want to think because about it Because you anymore. couldn't add to the conversation. It was boring. You fell asleep. Well, I shouldn't have fallen asleep. Babe, I'm surprised you didn't like it. You were it's in funny. band. It's funny because I know. And I, well, like like I said, it was like Whiplash, but boring. If you've ever seen Whiplash, Whiplash is a phenomenal film. But it's like purposely slow in the beginning and then speeds up at the end. I just feel like they they thought it through. Whatever. I enjoyed it. You know, and, and not normally your type of movie either. No. These, these slow kind of no investigative movies like that. You don't really no, love well, that? Well, because the, normally the, the other ones are slow the entire time. This one picks up at the end. Purposely. Whatever. I didn't love it. I didn't love it. And that's okay, but Kate Blanchett was great. The screenplay was awesome. So uh, hopefully she wins. I do hope she wins I for that category. I do hope she wins. No, 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 I don't. I want Michelle to win. I hope she wins. But if she wins, I'd be okay with it. I'd be totally Ryan, okay. Ryan, you should clip that. If, if, <laughs> if Tar wins Best Picture, I riot. I protest. <laughs> It wouldn't be that bad. It would be. You think it should win Best Picture over? No. Do you think it's a better movie than The Banshees of Inisherin? No. Do you think it's a better movie than Everything Everywhere All at Once? No. Do you think it's a better movie than Top Gun Maverick? Yeah. You think Tar is better than Top Gun Maverick? <laughs> Babe, I don't want Top Gun to win. I didn't say that. I didn't ask if you wanted Top Gun to win. Okay. Well, if I had the choice, what's I'd pick better, Tar. Tar or Top Gun Maverick? What's the better movie? Uh, Tar. Tar. No, it is yes. not. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna fight about this. <laughs> Rate the Oscars arbitrarily. No. Do, do, <laughs> it's an Irish a, goodbye. It's an Irish goodbye. That's what's that's a nominated for uh foreign film? Is that what it is? Uh, international film. International, Stop saying foreign oh, film. Jeez Or is it screenplay? No, oh. I think it's international. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't watch it. Uh I rated a not do natu. Not do natu. Because I hope that means dance dance. Yes. Right? And uh I hope they not do natu in the, uh, <laughs> at the ceremony. I hope so too. If they win and go up and <laughs> do a little jig uh i don't think we're gonna have time to talk about the ceremony afterwards on an episode of the media files because we do have so many things next week we're talking about no (laughs) next week we're talking about the last of us what about you Mm, the week after that we're talking about scream six so i don't know i don't know what to tell you (sighs) i don't know what to tell you you we do need to see scream yeah we're gonna go see that probably have dave or jeff on for that one but last of us that's bedroth bedroth will be here for that one yeah well thanks for the preview yeah there we go (laughs) and uh, pretty soon we got Super Mario Bros. movie. We got a lot of fun things to talk about, so I don't think we're going to have time to talk about uh, a recap of the Oscars, but if you have thoughts on it, if you are disappointed, if you are happy, and if you want to fight with me about how good Everything Everywhere All at Once was, <laughs> or fight with Lindsay about how good Tar was, yeah. reach out to us, let us know, but that's all the time we have for this week. We do want to thank you for sticking around to the end of this episode of The Media Files, and thank you again, love, for You're being here. You're welcome.
The media files is provided by RPGera.com, technical assistance is provided by Brian, and the producers are Jacksack and Zanku. I'm on Instagram at Brewstoff, that's at B-R-U-C-E-T-O-P-H, or at the RPG Era Discord with the link in the show description. Reach out to us with what you think should win the Oscars. And until next time, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. Goodbye. Thank you.